at Reparations Technical Institute. We offer a cornucopia of educational and business opportunities for brothers and sisters to pursue higher learning. Read from the brochure, brother. Brothers, join us at Reparations Technical Institute and learn hatred for the white devil in a relaxed campus atmosphere where classes range from hatred for the white devil to advanced hatred for the white devil and volleyball. Next. Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. And welcome to episode 85 of Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Chris Rucker, along with my co-host, Marty Vasquez. And Marty, how's everything in L.A. treating you? Everything in L.A. is treating me fan-fucking-tastic. It's been an amazing week. I'm excited. Everything going on. It's awesome. Work's been great. Uh, the one thing I will say is like I had a uh, midterm this week, and I literally spent... Four days reading text, but I had to read seven chapters from like Monday through Thursday. <clears throat> and normally it's not too bad, but because like coronavirus, like we were shut down for two weeks, so everything got like squished in. So all these chapters, I'm like, fuck. And then my, I may have made a mistake of thinking it was that test was a week later, and it wasn't. So I'm like, oh shit, got to got to cram. <laughs> so uh, luckily I looked when I did. But other than that, no, man, it's been a great week. My parents, uh, they just moved closer. So they're right here in um, Laughlin, which is like on the Arizona, um, Lake Havasu area, which is on the border of Arizona and California. So they came out to my, to my grandparents' house this week. So we went up there and saw them. My, my brother and his daughters were all there. So that was cool. Got to see family for one day. Um, but no, other than that, work's been going great, and it's fantastic. I spent I, – I, I know it's not long-term-wise. It's not, not wise – but the last couple weeks, I haven't been watching wrestling until like Saturday night, Friday night, just because of everything I've had going on. And I watched SmackDown, Raw, and Dynamite in like five hours last night. And I feel like I didn't miss anything. And that's what you kind of love DVR. That's all I gotta say. It's fucking amazing. It's awesome. Other than that, it's been a great week. How about yourself, sir? It's been good. It's been uh, just your normal. Work week with a pandemic going on, you know, worried about people not following rules. And obviously oh. in, in Georgia, we we decided we want to get the curve unflattened again. Apparently Kemp likes curves on, on shit. So we opened everything back up. I work out in the public and just walking around, seeing people not wearing masks, seeing people ignore directions. Yesterday I was at the post office. And a guy got mad because he was asked to wait two feet behind him, behind the glass door to the uh, to the P.O. box lobby mm-hmm. because there were too many people inside the room we were in. The guy didn't have a mask on. He had a kid with him, and he had a girl with him. So it's three people. None of them were a mask. It was ten people inside the 
the main little office plus the two people working behind the desk. And the lady just said, sir, can you wait behind the door right there until somebody leaves? And you would have thought she was talking about his mama. Like, he got so mad. And finally, like, it's just like, dude, shut the fuck up and go outside. Like, it's a pandemic. They're trying to help people. Like, people are being so selfish. Like, oh, I I don't mind catching it. I'm young. Okay. But then you go see your grandmother and she dies. Or you go see, you know, a family member you didn't know had a pre-existing condition and then they die. But, hey, you're fine. So Yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy. Like, it's uh, they opened the beaches and parts stuff up this week. I know I was talking about that last week. And, like, two days later, they're like, oh, we're going to have to shut these beaches down again. Well, no fucking shit. You, you tell people, you tell motherfuckers <laughs> that they're going to open it up in, like, the, one of the most populated cities in the world. What do you think they're going to fucking do? Nothing else is open for them to do, so they're going to go to the beach. It's fucking spring break down there. Uh, but then, like, yesterday, I uh, so we only have a couple stores open, and so basically everything's being routed to, like, those two stores. And I went down to, like, we have an Einstein bagels, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get some get a breakfast bagel. I'm going to get a coffee because I haven't had coffee yet, and I, or I can order ahead and just pick it up at the door. And so I walk down there, and I, they have a giant fucking sign that says, uh, no more than five, due to everything, five back, five person maximum. Uh, if you see five people in, just step back outside. We'll bring your order out to you or, or rotate in as soon as somebody leaves. And people just keep fucking walking in. And it's like, and they keep telling them, oh, can you please step outside? And they, it's like they can't fucking read. Or they can't yeah. understand. Like, what? Five? What do you mean go outside? There's five. One, two, three, four, five. Back the fuck out the door. And then, like, our doors are locked, so we're not open to the public. And, uh, you know, we will have, you know, appointments of people like that with protocol with that. And we had these, like, a whole family come to our door yesterday and start pulling on the door. No face mask on any of them. It was, like, three adults and, like, four kids. I'm like, yeah, first of all, I don't want all you motherfuckers in my place in the first place. Secondly, how the hell you think you're going to come in without a face mask? Like, are you joking right now? Like, dude, be smart. People are just fucking stupid. Yep. And we can end the show on that. People are fucking stupid. So we'll see y'all next week on Boots to the Face. <laughs> there ain't much more we need to add to it. Uh, Marty, go ahead and drop all of our contact info, please. You can. What's your phone number again? <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean other stuff? 100, okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, you can find us uh, at on Instagram at Abeard or find me at Abeard. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. My bad. My bad. Just, go ahead. Just go put yourself over, why bitch. don't you? Hot damn. Motherfucking heel turn. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at boot to the face underscore. You can find us on Twitter at boot to the face. Uh, soon, hopefully, you'll be able to find us on YouTube and other fine play establishments that you can watch video as well. Um, hopefully, get some of that stuff and some extra content out for you guys. But in the meantime, you can find us anywhere you can get your podcast located: uh, iTunes, Google, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, and FullPressCoverage.com. That's where our home is. You can find us there all the time. Uh, other than that, you can also find Rucker at Rucker2020 on Twitter. Is that correct? I don't want people looking for me on there. Bullshit. Your ass is all over the motherfucking place. People, people, know. people don't like me anymore on there. Hey, man. I got I got blocked. I don't know about the first time, but I know I got blocked a couple weeks ago. And that shit's hilarious. Oh, I got, I got blocked by Jordan Grace. Did I tell you about this? Oh, you did. And that was because some little whiny-ass little fucking fanboy. Yeah. For people that don't know, I said, I don't like Jordan Grace. She annoys me. And some guy like took a picture of it and tweeted her and tagged her in it and basically, you know, and she blocked me. 
And before that happened, I looked and you see all the little like superheroes in her comments like, it's okay, queen. You are such an awesome person. I said, Shut the fuck up. They all just want to try to get a discount on her Patreon. Moving, moving right along. Um, let's get into more positive stuff real quick. I have a raffle going on um, to support Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, which is real important to me. You can check the... I'll uh, I'll put another post out about it probably once every couple days. But I'll tell you this. I got something added to it from Doug Halliday up in Canada, which is pretty cool. He donated a uh, banner of art that he did that's 11 by 42. Yokozuna, Mr. Fuji, Lex Luger, Diesel, Bret Hart, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, 123Kid, Jeff Jarrett, Goldust. Uh, and I'm just naming them as he's as the videos playing by, but that's a part of the raffle. Um, that's that you, you add, you posted that too, right? Yeah. I posted yeah, that. That, yesterday. that artwork looks freaking legit. Like that shit's awesome. He does yep. great fucking work. Yep. And, and you know, thanks to him for adding that to the, to the raffle, the raffle's $3 per entry. Um, you, you can go to PayPal and send it to Chris Rucker show at Gmail. What, however many entries you buy, just put it in the little note in a way to contact you. I'll give you your numbers. And then, Two weeks from yesterday, so that would be May the 16th at 5 p.m., I will do the raffle winner, and whoever wins gets all of that stuff. I, myself, am going to donate $100 to it. Marty, you've already donated. I've had, I think I'm up to almost $300 Dude, besides what, awesome. what I'm badass. doing. So, shout out to everybody that's done it. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, if you can, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to try to get people to pay stuff if, you know, times are hard right now, so... I understand if you can't, but if you can, there's some good shit given away. And also ringside art said he would, uh, he would donate a drawing also. So I appreciate Doug and ringside art too, for just jumping in without me even asking them to, to help make this thing bigger. Uh, this shit's become more valuable than the fucking loot boxes we just bought. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, that's what they are. Basically right? a lot of stuff from the loot boxes and I might add some more stuff to it too. I got some stuff that I could give away. All my shirts are extra large though. Dude, if you want shit, I got fucking loot boxes full of shit. I'll just fucking send it to you. Yeah. I got pictures so, uh, and stuff. I can't wait till I get a new house. Like the first thing I do when I get a new house and get settled in, I'm fucking framing all my, I literally so one of those like the 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 PW crate boxes. Yeah, I have one of those boxes full of all the signed pictures that they sent, plus like pictures I collected from like, ingredients. I can't wait till I have a place where I can just fucking frame them and put them all up. Because some of those pictures in there are fucking sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting on too. Is I was talking to uh, me and Leanne were talking last night. We're we're about a month away from officially like house shopping, and I cannot wait to just. I wish I could fast forward to when we finally get it. I get all my stuff set up because that's I was thinking about it last night, like just setting up my little room office area is going to take me forever. Right. And so (laughs) I got shit in storage. I got stuff everywhere. So I'm excited about getting all that taken care of. Um, I uh, it. Yeah, I actually just started last night looking at places because I have about say it's May. So I technically like the first of August is when I'm out. So basically I have like a month and a half to start to like lock down a place before I have to put my notice in that I'm not resigning. Um, so I've been looking for that shit all over the place, but yeah, I, I just moved all my stuff around and having to move all this stuff dude, just from one room to the other was such a pain in the ass. And like, I have some stuff that I have like box, the shipping boxes still in storage. So like when I move, 
I just relocate him in his boxes. But storage, like, I went to the store this week because I had, like, my parents. I've been whole storing my parents' stuff in my storage unit for the last, like, year and a half. And um, came across, like, my bought my tote of, like, all my wrestling figures and stuff like that. And I found two figures in there that I forgot were even in there. I don't know how I forgot. But oh, I got that my, happens. I got my, my nice little rock figures. I just said you got new stuff in there. You're like, oh, this stuff's been back here forever. No, I said I just added some stuff. Oh, I, I thought you, you said you're trying to get a new background every fucking week. So I thought you meant the whole thing changed. No, you keep adding shit to it. Yeah, man. So I uh, I got I, I found the rock figures and, and I'm like, oh, shit. I could definitely got to bring these motherfuckers back. Uh, I'm like, this oh, would shit. help if we were doing that video. I know, right now man. people can't see you. I know. Sorry out there. This is this is horrible podcast audio. <laughs> He's just showing me his shit. Uh, speaking of figures, real quick, I got a figure in the mail this week. A figure I've been looking for for a while. I mean, it's out there, but I didn't want to pay the outrageous prices for it. So, first off, shout out to Tara, who who's a big doing the favor listener and doing the favor who helped get the word out that I was looking for it. And she just sent it to me for free. What for real? Yeah, just. Dude. I, you know what? That's the one thing I gotta say about like doing the favor. Like, their their fans and their followers and friends of their show, they're fucking awesome, dude. Like the fact they all just like share, like send stuff like that all the time. That's that's legit. Like that's when you know like you've made and built a network of like of friends, not just listeners, but fucking friends. Yeah. And that's what's awesome. That's what's that's what's so awesome about the wrestling community. Like you know the podcast community is that we've all been doing this for. I mean, we've been doing this for two years now. Um, and, and like the, the relationships we built, and the, like the people we know, and that's just a, a small image of like what other people are doing, and yeah. that's just fantastic. Yeah, and the the one reason that I really like this, I mean, you you talked about how you thought defining moments was like the best collection <laughs> of figures. So, like we always say, like I'm a I'm a figure rookie, but I collect the ones that I like. So when I saw this one, I noticed immediately that Sting was wearing the. The outfit he wore at Starcade '97. He only wore that probably two or three times before he changed to like the straps. And I noticed the weirdest thing, and I'll tell you a story about it. The little necklace he has on in the figure, it's like a little fuckboy surfer necklace or whatever. But at the time, I was like, "Oh man, that thing is dope." So of course, my black ass went out and got one. You fucking rocking wore... puka shells? You rocking puka shells? Listen, you're rocking puka shells. Yes. <laughs> only for like, only to like third period because I went to school. <laughs> I went to high school wearing that shit. Them niggas talked about me so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> and so I, I couldn't, and I couldn't get the knot undone. So I took some scissors and had to like cut through the the hemp material or whatever the hell that it was. Damn near cut a hole in my thorax. It was, it was bad. It was real bad. Uh, I can't judge too bad. I, I'm, I'm, I'm from California, man. So, like, the whole, like, California, you know, band, boy band bullshit, you know. Everyone had frosted tips or bleached hair and puka shells and board shorts. And that was the life. So, I can't give you too much shit. Because I'm pretty sure I still have my first set of puka shells. Yeah, which, but, yeah. which, I got at Disneyland. At Harrison High School, though. We were not segregated, yeah, that, but we were kind of segregated. So, I mean, you know, when I was walking down the white hallways, it was fine. Sunshine. But, but boy. Sunshine. When I, when I went down MLK, they t- they talked about me something awful. I'm talking. I almost ran away. That shit was bad. 
I'm having PTSD just thinking about it. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, so when I saw that figure, I was like, I have to have that. And I'm one of the people that, like like you back there, a lot of your stuff is loose, too. I like taking my stuff out of the package. Like, there's only a couple that I'm leaving in. And this was coming out of the package. And then when I saw the package into it and saw how dope it looked, like, I can't take it out of the package. Which sucks because he's got that fucking jacket on. And the jacket sucks in that thing. Yeah. But the packaging is so good, and uh, the everything about it is so good. I might try to get another one and have one loose and one MOC. But again, thanks to Doing a Favor and Tear for getting that out to me. That was that was big of them. Um, and then, let's see, two more things I bought this week. I found a Nikki Bella Chase figure. Oh, and did, I, you get, did you pick I, it up? I did, but nice. not for me, because I... When I'm when I'm questionable about a figure, I'll take text Eric over at doing the favor and ask him. He's like, "Oh, that's the Chase." Yeah, and I anytime, think I'd already. Anytime it's Chase, Chase is always be upgraded. Like that's yeah. And so, um, I put it back down, and I was walking out. I was like, "Nah, I need to go get that. I don't. I don't want it. I'm just gonna go get it. Who knows?" Mm-hmm. And so I went and got it. And at this store I was in, my signal was shitty. And probably like 20 minutes later, Eric's like, I don't have, that's the last Chase figure I'm looking for, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, well, I'll send it to you because nice. I didn't need it. And yeah. uh, I, uh, it sucks. Cause, like, I have a, such a small like selection around here. Like, the Walmart never doesn't even have the mm. elites there. They just have the fucking all the, the signature set plus and stuff like that. But like Target, they have, the, like I said, like, a couple weeks ago, they still have the same fucking, they have like Elite 62 still up in that bitch. Well, it you is know, a worldwide pandemic, Marty. No, it's been like that for fucking six months. Like, I, <laughs> I know what you got, mean. Though. They haven't got a new figure since like September, and I've, I've even gone to other targets stuff like that, and they got nothing. I'm like, you guys, I keep looking the same shit. You're gonna fuck around and make me want to buy this Ronda Rousey contract signing figure. Like, what the shit? Just man? to have something. Just yeah. to fucking buy something. <laughs> but yeah, like those chase things. Like, it's it's and the cool thing about the chase figures, and not just like wrestling figures, but like you you always find them in like the like. Weird least places. expected places. Like I, like, I found this at Walgreens. Yeah, I just bought a Chase Pop a couple weeks ago, like about a month ago, and uh, so they just came out with the, like a whole Adam Sandler series. So basically, like Bill, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, uh, Big Daddy, stuff like that. <clears throat> and uh, I got a uh, uh, Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a Chase Pop for him, and fuck, I, I assume I got, I picked it up. Didn't even realize I got the Chase, and then I got home. I looked at, I'm like, oh shit. Nice. And put this bitch up on the counter. Just get this thing fucking displayed. I saw a cane pop in the middle of like a CVS or Walgreens the other day at work. And it was the only one that was there. There was no other They always only have one. It was just cane. Like, and it looked ridiculous. And I'm like, who would buy this shit? Right. But I, uh, I got a, I got a Walgreens one a couple not too long ago. It was, uh, they only had one pop in the entire store. Not just WWE, but just in general. And it was the fucking Green Ranger. I'm like, Yep, taking that one with me. Can we shit on UPS for a second before we go yes, to break? please do. These sorry sons of bitches. And I shouldn't say these. I should say the one motherfucker that came to my house the other day. So me and my wife are sitting around watching television, and I hear, boom! And I'm like, what the hell was that? Like, did a tree fall on our front porch? And I go outside, and there's a package. I already know what it's from. It's from WWEShop.com because I bought the collector's edition WrestleMania chair that they're giving that they're selling because, you know, nobody went to WrestleMania. 
So I'm like, oh, that'll be cool to put in my new room, in my new house, collector's item, a talking piece, you know, whatever. It's not like I'm going to try to resell it. It's something for me. Slams it down on the front porch. I go outside. He's already back in his truck. I pick it up. The box is like falling apart. I take it out to the garage because, you know, everything we get delivered here, we immediately take to the garage and either it sits out there for 24 hours or we like spray it down. So I take it to the garage before I get it all the way out there. The box falls apart. The chair falls out of it. The plastic covering isn't on it. It was shoved back into the bottom. So I'm like inspecting the chair and lo and behold, there's a big ass dent and a scratch, two of them on the top of it. And I am furious. Not because I wanted to resell it, just because first off, the fucking thing was a hundred bucks. Secondly, it's a collector's item and you're going to send me something that's damp. So I don't know if it was them or WWE, but the fact that he slammed that thing down on my front porch so hard, the FBI would call that shit a clue that it was probably UPS that fucked my chair up. You could so just gotta, say that, that that chair was used during the Rollins KO match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fat piece of shit. <laughs> so I got a claim right now going with UPS. Like, I don't expect anything to happen. And if nothing happens, like, I'm kind of over it. I was really pissed at the time. Nah, that'd but, be, well, that's bullshit, dude. I'd be pissed, yeah. too. Um, there's reason. Yeah, like, uh, I've had that, like. I collect like bat some like I told you like Batman sixty six figures, and that shit comes like in packages, in boxes, and then in shipping boxes and wrapped in plastic. And I had that shit delivered from uh, UPS. This is like five six years ago, and they just do this shit under my balcony because I wasn't home, and mm. it got it got wedged like between the wall and like the dish, uh, the satellite dish, and that fucking thing got like went punctured and went all the way through and ripped the plastic and the cardboard of oh, the wow. backing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've been waiting six months for this son of a bitch. I'm like, no. One, you guys are going to pay to get this shit replaced because this was on mint. Like, this is bullshit. Um, no, fuck that, dude. You need to be paid. You need to get compensated. And you need to get it. They need to send you a new one. And you know what's crazy what is I worked Tony at. Tony Nese or uh, fucking. I worked at FedEx for years. And I know that, like, when shit like that happens, you get in trouble for it. People seem to think that these people just, like, throw your shit and no repercussions are taken. I've gotten in trouble for shit that I didn't even do when I was at FedEx. So people, somebody's getting in trouble for it. So the fact that they still do shit like this is just crazy to me. But so many hands are touching that shit when, when you get stuff. So in a way, you kind of like, like, who do you blame? You know what I mean? Like, it goes through so many processes by doing it. But again, I paid good money for that fucking thing. I expect it to be, I expect the packing to be a little bit better from WWE too. Not just in a little flimsy ass box. With a thin sheet of plastic over the top of it. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some NXT for this week. We're going to talk some news and rumors, our wrestler of the week, the whole nine. Get into some wrestling talk here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. And welcome back. Boot to the Face, episode 85. Not the Vernon Davis episode. Last week was Randy Moss. Who else is 85 that we would like, Marty? We would like? I can tell you, like, you got fucking Greg Jennings, bitch ass, on number 85. Wasn't Chad, Chad Ochocinco? Well, yeah, Marty, his, name's, his name's Ocho. I don't speak Spanish. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say Chad Johnson, and I immediately said Ochocinco. You know what? Uh, the kid that's fucking... 
The motherfucker changed his name from Chad Johnson to Ocho Cinco. And then didn't even use the right connotation in Spanish. Like, that's not even how you say 85 in Spanish. That's literally 8-5. Seriously. Seriously. This fucking guy. Oh, my God. He's the the one that raced the horse, too, right? Or was that Terrell Owens? No, it was him. He thought he could be the horse, and he got smoked. Oh, fucking people. People He was entertaining How did he start this shit off? People are stupid. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, people are stupid. He was entertaining. I you though. know what? I, I mean, love the show love, him and To had together. Oh, dude, it was fantastic. I love you know I love Chad Ocho Cinco. Uh, he was a he was a, one of the best players to ever play for the Bengals. Speaking well, of, I mean Bengals, that's not saying much. Speaking of Bengals, fucking him and Boomer Sizing. I mean, Carson Palmer was pretty solid. Carson Palmer was trash. Carson Palmer. Took he was team. number one overall pick, and he sucked. He took that team to the playoffs like every damn Whoop year. Whoop de doo! He made another one, but he their division only... was horrible during that time. Or they got oh, yeah. a wild card because every the time. you know the Steelers were the Steelers winning, winning two Super, Super Bowls, Bowls then. Two. No, they won two towards the end of his run. They did. He was he left in twenty eleven. He was awful. He won. They won twice. He was he, awful. The la- actually let's put it this way: the season he left, the Steelers lost the Super Bowl. Who did they lose to? Packers. Why are we talking anyways, football? This is a anyways, wrestling podcast. Because we're talking about the Bengals and how their star quarterback just became the star quarterback of what people consider America's team, Dallas motherfucking Cowboys. How are yeah, you he's going to look. Man? You got I a like new, it. You have a new franchise quarterback, man. Yeah, he's going to look real good holding that clipboard with that little side part he's got going on in that red, those red locks. It's going to look good over there on the bench waiting on Dak to come so he can give him some water. I love the move. I really do. I mean, nah, I uh, you know. I give you shit about it. I, I I hit text as soon as I saw it yesterday. Um, no, it's fan. I think it's a great move. Like smart he's, because he's, I honestly like, think he's a really good quarterback. Uh, he's just you know he ain't got nothing there in in Cincinnati. Like they yeah. don't have shit there ever. Like the fact that they're not considered the Browns is beyond me because they, for some reason because of their quarterbacks over the last twenty years they've managed to be somewhat decent. But mm-hmm. that's it. Like they got nothing else. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was just a football rant for the moment. Yeah. I don't mind it. I'm a. I think Cowboys have made some really smart moves, and you can hear me talk about that on Full Press Cowboys every week on the Full Press Radio app. Just search Full Press Cowboys. Cheap Bullshit, plug. Yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> Let's get into some wrestling, Marty. Uh, we got some huge matches going on this week at NXT. We have Charlotte Flair defending her title against Io Shirai. And Adam Cole, baby, defending his title against the Velveteen Dream, who apparently has skated whatever trouble everybody thought he was going to be in a couple weeks ago. Apparently, apparently. Um, this is fantastic. I, I I just saw EO. I'm watching NXT right now. So I just saw EO come out after Charlotte Flair's match against uh, Mia Yim. Doesn't um, she I, just look like a fucking, like, international spy when she comes out, like... She looks like she's about to go do a ballroom dance and then slit your throat like two seconds right. later. Exactly. Uh, it's fantastic. And you'll never I, see I love, it coming. I love it. Like, it's awesome. And here's my prediction. And this is going to get into what we're going to talk about later, too. I think I think EO wins this week. Oh, I like it. And then Charlotte Flair interjects herself into the money in the bank. Why would you? Why? It's going to happen. I don't want it to. It's going to happen, dude. Can somebody mute his microphone? This is this is this is incredibly just Turn my mic up. No no turn, turn it up. <laughs> There's no snare in my headphones. <laughs> That's why would you even why would you like leave me on a roller coaster of you emotions want, that you wanna know why? 
Because I want it to be heard here first. So that when that shit happens, like, oh, fuck. Bearded Master was fucking right. Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair interjected herself in that match again. And so Charlotte versus Eo, I think. Bailey. I think Charlotte versus Eo is going to be fantastic. Um, that is going to be. I'm gonna put, it's going to be Charlotte's best match she's had in like two years. I could see that. I could really see mm-hmm. that. I'm just. This is another one that I wish would just hold off for like another couple months mm-hmm. until they get fans back in the crowd because I think. I think Charlotte is respected as like one of the best female wrestlers, but I also think people love booing Charlotte because she gets everything. So I think the the vitriol that people will have against her and the love that the NXT crowd has for Io would make a really good dichotomy of cheering and booing and shit like that, plus the moves and the story they would tell. I think even with an empty crowd, this is going to be a good match, but I just think it could have been so much better, even if it was just in front of the people at Full Sail. But if you put this in front of, like, an NXT TakeOver with, like, 20,000 people SummerSlam weekend, like, this shit could steal the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I also, I think that this is going to be the match that everyone sees that Charlotte isn't as good as they think she is. Because I think EO is going to just going to outperform her to such a high level, it's going to be ridiculous. I could see that. I could also see Charlotte pulling off a really good match. She's got him. Oh, she got, she, she got, she's got she, it in her. I mean, she had a good match against Rhea Ripley. Yeah. That was a damn good match. Um, but here's the thing. Maybe EO does just outperform her, but it elevates Charlotte to a whole new level also. And that would be good to see also. So, I don't know. I'm excited for that match. I hope I she sticks around NXT. I don't want her back on Raw anytime yeah, soon. I don't either. Even yeah, That's what's ridiculous. She's the fucking NXT champion. And she's popping up on Raw. Like, the women tag team is supposed to bounce around from show to show, and they don't even bounce around as much. They don't bounce around at all. Do you think uh, Adam Cole is going to show up for his match with Velveteen Dream? What are you laughing uh, at? Nothing. I was, just, nothing. Well, nothing. I mean, clearly, Nikki Cross bounces around. Every time I've seen Alexa? I know you've seen Alexa. I'm talking about wrestling. What the fuck are you talking about? Um. <laughs> We're good. Well, I, I think we're on two different pages here, sir. Does Adam Cole show up? Well, you know, yeah. he didn't show up for the, the face-to-face yeah. they were supposed to have a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and he shows up. He shows up. So yeah. who wins the match? Is, T- is Dream finally getting his world title win? I want to say yes. But I, I've I'm, I've been wrong with Adam, with UE the entire time. So I don't know, man. I That really could go either way. I. It'd be interesting to see if he did because with everything that's been going on and him get the title, Dad basically said, "Yeah, it's not just fuck it, whatever. Here we go." Uh, <clears throat> so I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do with that, but I think that's gonna be a good match. Uh, I it, I hope that Dream does get the title at some point. He, I think he deserves it. Uh, but yeah, that's if they do that, then he either has, has to have a program with, with Cole for a while, or Cole has to come to the <clears throat> main roster. I just don't see Cole just being in the mix, if that makes yeah. sense. I don't see Adam Cole being <clears throat> on the – as much as the, the niche crowd of the internet and podcasts love Adam Cole, I don't see him coming to the main roster and being a huge star. I think he's fine right where he is. And Undisputed Air. I know people want them to come to the main roster, but be careful what you wish for. They're going to fuck around and end up the Undisputed Viking Raider Warriors and shit and, and know, riding man. around doing carpool karaoke. We have a tag team that may be out that's out of commission for a while. They would be the perfect time to bring them in. 
Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. I'm so not happy about that. I'm sorry, man. I didn't. I <clears throat> I was gonna send it to you last night because you started messaging me, so I knew you were awake. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna ruin his night. He's already drunk. I'm not ruining his night with this one. I'll wait till oh. tomorrow. Yeah, let's go ahead and get to our Santana Garrett Award for Wrestler Who? of the. First Who? off, can I tell you something? Yes, sir. So I listen to you know a couple of our buddies' podcasts and shit like that that do wrestling. And let me tell you the amount of people that when they were covering Monday night raw that brought us up because Santana Garrett was on there is just, if, if we leave one footprint in this podcast and stuff, it's that everybody knows we're Santana Garrett's favorite podcast. I fucking love it too. Um, <clears throat> I, I will say Des that wasn't that what that match wasn't to showcase what she can do. To showcase what everyone else does, and that match with Bianca was fantastic for Bianca. Uh, but even even Santana, oh, dude, she's a star. She needs- Real quick, uh, Samuel Shaw, aka Dexter Loomis, was in the main event last week. I just thought about this when you brought up Talkamania, and they were talking about him. The degrees of separation is how this podcast started. Because the way I noticed her was when she was Britney chasing him around. Like, he was already crazy in TNA. And then she was crazy and, like, in love, stalking him. Kind of like Mickey James and Trish was. And that was how I noticed her. And when me and you started talking, I was like, yeah, I kind of like Britney in TNA. You were like, Santana Garrett? Britney? And that was how the whole thing hit. So, that's the... Yeah, that was awesome. Because it, <clears throat> I remember when we first started talking about that because... At that point, I had already had my tickets to WoW and everything. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to be seeing her in L.A. Yeah. So that's the that's the Samuel Shaw. I keep saying Samuel Shaw because that was his name. Mm-hmm. The Dexter Loomis tie-in. Like, if it wasn't for him, I probably never would have even known who she was until years later. I hate the Dexter Loomis name, by the way. Because every time I hear it, I hear Dr. Loomis. And it just <laughs> makes me think of Halloween. Well, he used to have kind of a Dexter gimmick, too. Like, when I was at All In, he was walking around kind of dressed like Dexter. Like, he used to wear a little tight brownish-green well, shirt. that's fine. But I'm like, <clears throat> I'm not even, like, the Dexter portion, that part doesn't even trigger. I just hear Loomis, yeah. and I just think of Michael Myers. He used to wear, uh, he would wear that little tight shirt that Dexter would wear, and he had gloves, too. And fair. me and my wife are about to start season one of Dexter pretty soon. We're going to nice. start watching the whole the whole uh, series again. Okay, so you guys have watched it already, right? Yeah, we've seen it yeah. already. We saw how he ended up as a fucking lumberjack in British Celt, fucking BC, Canada somewhere. Ugh. That that ending just pissed me. That last, we might skip the last season. No, that last season was so good. That last season was trash. That season, I fucking love Dexter. That show is so awesome. The yeah. cast they have in that show from day one. Um, yeah, like he's just... He just, yeah, he just becomes messy at the end. That's what happens. But yep. I like the way it ended. And it leaves open for what's going to happen, what happened, or what's he doing. And it, there's a lot of other shows that's like they just fuck us over with their finale. And they did. I mean, they, it was nowhere near that level. Season one was my favorite, but I think a close second is the one with John Lithgow in it. That was really good. That, yeah, that, that would have been like the one, like the yeah. third or fourth, I think. Yeah. That one was so good. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're ADD. We're all over the place. Santana Garrett, Wrestler of the Week, Marty. Who do we got? Wrestler of the Week. Uh, do we do Wrestler of the Week or do we do a Match of the Week? 
You did a match of the week, but I assumed you were saying that one of those two wrestlers were in the in the running for it. I uh, thought you picked Cody. By the way, I read the text message. Yeah, I kind of put them both because uh, that's it was kind of hard to pick one or the other just because that's kind of why I kind of just went with match of the week um, on that one because, like, did, did you watch that match? I did. I did. Um, I think that was the best. That was by far the best match of the weekend. Uh, the chemistry that, Dar- that Darby Allen and Cody have together is fantastic. Um, that was a great story they told in that match. And, like, go- watching the whole thing, like, I'm not going to lie. I had Apollo Crews going into AEW as when I went to watching Dynamite. Like, Apollo Crews was, like, leaning towards, like, rest of the week until his bullshit ending and him, like, Crying as he walked away. I'm like, nah, fuck. Boy, he slapped the dog shit out of Andrade. Oh, dude, yeah, he did. Man, he slapped uh, that motherfucker so hard. He lost his accent for a second. He was like, man, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> then he but, uh, <laughs> yeah, AEW, like, they performed well. Like, I, even Lance Archer, like, Lance Archer was in the running for me. Like, I felt Lance Archer showed who he is and what he can do in the ring and why people from New Japan, you know, follow him and, and like him so much. Uh, it really showcased what he can do, even though yeah, he was in the match with Dustin. Uh, but, yeah, that was, I mean, just he, he just looks like a beast. He looks like a guy who should be at the top. Yeah. Uh, and you haven't seen that in a while. Uh, but, no, like, like yeah, the match of the week was Darby Allin and, and Cody. But, yeah, the, the as far as wrestler of the week, it was going towards Cody. Um, just because Cody just – he fucking does it all, man. He tells a story. He gets everybody over. And you, you, when you're watching the match, you don't, you know, like we talk about Triple H all the time and how like it's, he's always interjecting himself. And you know, obviously Triple H is the brass around there. Cody is too, but when Cody has a match or when Cody puts himself in the storyline, you don't get that feeling like oh the boss is putting himself in. He's just one of those. He's like I see Cody as like when you go to work and you have that like superior who is out there doing the same shit you're doing. And yeah. not demanding more of you, and probably doing more than you. That's Cody. And, the type and, of the type of boss that's like, I wouldn't ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. Yeah, and I'm going to do more than what I ask you to do because I'm the boss. You know, like that. And I'm not gonna lie, that's the kind of person I am. But uh, no, I Cody rest of the week. Cody versus Darby match of the week. I like it. Uh, I like the finish too. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good way. If you thought about it, see Cody try to do the coffin drop and Darby reverse it, and then you see him just get just pissed off yeah. and try to go do his with a little extra umph. And I guess the story they were telling was he overshot it by a little bit, and Cody couldn't hook him because he had just got hit with the coffin drop. So he actually did sell it. But he had the wherewithal to just kind of roll over and get his shoulders up as to where Darby was just kind of laying there. So yep. I like the end of it. Um, is is Aubrey getting on your nerves a little bit like she is mine? Like, is she just yeah. a little too over-the-top refereeing? Yeah, always. <clears throat> I started noticing that with Jericho. Uh, in the Jericho-Moxie match, like, there was some of it was like, okay, that makes sense. But then you could tell she's definitely just overshowing it and just overselling things. Uh, I know, and I really noticed that when she like when they started like talking about her podcast and everything like that, I'm like, she's okay. She's becoming a talent, not a ref, and that's when I started noticing that too. Um, but yeah, that's now. Are we just are we just living in the past, and this is like a new way that people are good because we both love Todd Sinclair, 
And but Todd kind of stays out of the way too, and and the crowd kind of brings him into. Yeah, exactly. Todd comes in because the either the crowd or the 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 wrestlers bring him in. Yeah, Aubrey just inserts herself at times, and it's like, okay, there was no reason for you to be there. And and I, their first pay per view, like I had her as the MVP. Like I thought she had the perfect amount of showing like emotion and stuff like that. But now it's just. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Now it just seems like it's way too much and too often now. Like what, it's... I, uh, what I'm starting to get, and I talked about this before, is the fact that there's no definition of what a match is. Like, it's a one-on-one match, but hey, let's just fucking, there's no DQ, there's no disqualifications. We can, there's a count, there's a count out, but we can beat the shit out of each other with any item we find. Uh, it's like, come on, man. Just have yeah. a singles match. Like, you don't need to put some, some sanction on that thing. I don't mind it. Yeah, but I when it's every, every single match, though. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just I think I'm kind of used to it now. Like that's the that's the platform that they or the uh, that's the way they've the kind of structure they have. Yeah, yeah, conditioned us to see it now. So I'm kind of used to it. Kind of like the the no crowd thing. Like I'm used to it now. It's not as weird as it was a month ago. But uh, so Cody Cody gets wrestler of the week. Darby versus Cody gets match of the week. Um, we're talking about Cody. He's got a six o'clock interview with Tony Schiavone today. Skeevon. All, Skeevon. All, <laughs> on all of AEW's uh, social media platforms. And I want to ask you, you think this has anything to do with the fact that Florida is allowing events to start having fans back in it with restrictions? And uh, on top of that question, you know, who do you, who do you think will be the first one to do it? WWE or AEW? Now keep in mind, Raw's already been recorded. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. I don't know about NXT, but Raw and SmackDown and Money in the Bank, the main Money in the Bank match has already been recorded. So, uh, I think I think it's going to be AEW, considering they have the next pay per view coming up that already hasn't been filmed. Uh, I think they're going to try to push for double or nothing to have people in their stands. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I, I I think WWE as whatever they're doing, I think they're starting to pull back a little bit. I don't think we're going to see any live events for a while. Uh, I mean, they've already talked about, they've already disbanded any live events. So like when they do like, like uh, WWE live and all that stuff, they're not doing those shows anymore. Like they've already canceled those going forward. Who knows if we'll ever get those back. Um, they're just going to go straight to Mon- a raw SmackDown and pay-per-views, uh, maybe NXT full sale. Uh, but no, I think this, I think it's going to have something to do with, I think it's gonna have something to do with the uh, TNT title. And I think it's something with, with double or nothing and then fans on there. Uh, I saw an article the other day, too, yesterday that I was reading. I didn't add this into the notes. Um, Oklahoma is actually filing and trying to vie for some for wrestling in there, out there, mm-hmm. to and to use and give them, like, to give them st- fans. Like, they're opening up and trying to get, like, w, like the wrestling, WWE, AEW, to, and UFC to come and perform there. And will allow like fans in the stands kind of stuff. Oh wow! Uh, and I'm like, well, no shit. They have like 20 people in that stadium. Of course, they're going to offer that. Um, but no, if they do that, that that's going to have another option. <laughs> have you ever been to Oklahoma? I have. I used to drive through there when I was driving from like Denver to Texas. I had to fly there for work uh, a couple years ago, and you land at the airport and you look out and you can see like 10 miles in front of you. There's no hills, there's no mountains, there's no trees. It's yeah. just fucking road and like little short buildings and tornadoes. 
it's the same shit as Eastern Colorado, dude. Like, it's all that, Kansas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, it's all the same fucking thing. Fucking Midwestern Plains like a motherfucker. They did not lie when they said that shit. <laughs> Oklahoma is the most, like, bland looking. I had fun while I was there. They had the, I went to OKC, and they had the best buffet I'd ever seen in my life. It was basically, name of name of kind of food you like, Italian, Chinese, Southern. Like, they had all this, and it, this place was huge on the inside of it. And so we went in there with my grandparents and stuff like that, who just happened to be in town when I landed. So that was a good time. But anyway, getting back to what we were talking about. So you think AEW at Double or Nothing is going to be the first time fans are back in? I think to some capacity there will be. Uh, maybe not like buy tickets, but I think like maybe friends and family kind of stuff and like product um, crew. Uh, I don't know if they're going to open up like ticket sales, but I think that'll be the first place we see like people sitting around watching. I, think, I mean, they're they're already kind of doing. They let their the other wrestlers around the yeah. ring right now, you know. Yeah, which who knows what rules they're working under? Because to me, that seems like those people aren't abiding by the six foot rule. Like they're right next to each other all the time. Um, I know WWE doesn't give a shit about like what people say about them online. Excuse me, the most of the time. But I think wwe would be better off letting aew be the first ones to bring fans back just for uh just positive the, yeah, positive public relations because don't like don't take that first hit let somebody yeah. else do it because don't the be fans the one will, the fans don't will, be the one bull, bull rush in the beach the fans will not shit on aew nearly as much as they will for if wwe was to do if aew does it everybody's gonna say oh i'm sure they're being safe and blah 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 even though WWE is a billion-dollar fucking company that can take way more precautions than anybody else can. But just let AEW do it. Let them be the guinea pigs or whatever just to stay out of the negative side of this. And you I want to know I think, bullshit about it all? What? AEW is going to do it, and they're going to get praise. That, oh, they brought it back to the fans. They did this. And the WWE is going to do it like a month later. And people are going to the fuck is WWE letting people as soon back as somebody, As soon as like, somebody catches the coronavirus at WWE. <laughs> see, told you they came back too early. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, fucking, you got stupid. Dustin Rhodes bleeding everywhere. Right. In, the middle, in the middle of a pandemic, blading itself. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, let's get to some news real quick. You got in here, KO and Jimmy Uso injury. One of them breaks my heart. The other one I don't really give a shit about. Not that I hate... Not that I'm ups, not upset the KO got hurt, but I'm not a KO fan. But the Usos not being around for the next six to nine months is a, uh, and they just came back. Exactly, like they were back what three two months three months. It's just yeah, like KO. So much for, the, the so much for that came, fucking bloodline reunion. We I want. saw, or is it? Or is it? I'll get to that in a moment because I didn't, I didn't put that. I wasn't had that in the notes. And I erased it because I was gonna bring it up. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I saw KO first, but I didn't add it in. And then I saw, oh, it happened. These both happened at Mania. I'll bring it in. I'll add it in this. They both happened at Mania. Um, you know, maybe if he wasn't a you know fat piece of shit, he wouldn't have hurt his ankle. I don't know. <laughs> That's what maybe maybe he he hurt his ankle climbing up that ladder in two point five seconds. I don't know. He hadn't been uh, he hadn't been there since WrestleMania, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Um. So and then Jimmy obviously he hurt his knee, uh, which makes him wonder, is that. Maybe why the New Day won the titles, or because they knew he was already injured, so they weren't going to be able to wrestle going forward. Uh, which, if that's the case, that sucks because I feel like that was the time for them to give the Usos the titles again. And if that's the case, that makes sense. But who knows? 
Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm happy with the New Day with the titles. But this is my scenario. Okay, we don't know when we're getting Roman Reigns back. Uh, we, we're we're going to get Hollywood Roman. All right, that's what we got. So when Roman comes back, it, it's not going to be till after SummerSlam. I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that. If we're not going to get Jimmy back until the fall, maybe wait, what do we get the Usos return in with a Roman return and it's a repackaged Roman with the Usos? We've been asking for that for years. I'm done with the idea. I, know, I like but, it, but, but I'm like, done this with it. I'm not even going to entertain They're both it. injured. They're both, or they're not, not injured, but they're both gone, uh, or all of them are gone right now. I think it would be a perfect opportunity for them to fucking do it. It like, sounds it's great, ridiculous. But it ain't going to happen. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I just like talking about it because I want it to happen. Maybe <laughs> I talk about, you know, I talk about The Rock enough, and he showed up at the, the, the SmackDown Live on Fox premiere. Maybe if I talk about this long enough, then the shit will happen. Let's get to uh, these next couple before we go to our next break. Scorpio Sky and, and Jeff Hardy both got really good promos the last couple weeks. I'm enjoying the Scorpio Sky promo. I'm not a Jeff Hardy fan, but the Scorpio Sky stuff I like. I think they might be either repackaging him or him headed towards a split from SCU once everything kind of opens back up. Yeah, like I I like the, the pro. I'm a Jeff. I'm a big Jeff Hardy fan. I like Jeff more than Matt. Um I think that this they're, they're they're doing a lot of the same thing, but they're doing telling two stories, two different stories. Like Jeff Hardy's, they're, they're both giving consi- like weekly promos or vignettes, and but one is a rebuild, like a a um, like a uh, what's it called? Um, rebirth. Rebirth. You know, like they're bringing they're building him back up. Redemption. Just, redemption story. You know. Yeah. And then with Scorpio side, it, it's telling. It's like telling a story. It's building him up. Where it's, re- it's, re- de- it's rebuilding Jeff, but it's building Scorpio. Yeah. And, you know, like the one from this week was talking about, like, how he got started and how, the, you know, uh, Frankie and Daniels brought him in and how he's learned so much from them. Like you said, you think this is going to be a rebrand for him and separation? I think it's going to be separation also. And I think that he's going to get a push. So my question, I think they're both going to get pushed to the main title pretty soon. Who do you think gets pushed first? Do you think that Scorpio gets pushed first or Jeff Hardy gets pushed first? I think Hardy will just because he's already, I mean, they want to stay in his good graces as much as possible because his brother already left. And Hardy's already a mainstay star. They lost Roman for who knows how long. They don't have a lot of stars on SmackDown that aren't like Bray Wyatt and Braun and, you know, Hopefully somebody's seeing that Braun's trash and they're going to take the belt off him pretty soon. I could see Jeff Hardy and The Fiend, like, SummerSlam for the title. Could you imagine the story that's told between the two of them? Yeah. Because you know that the, that Bray is going to go everything to him being, like, a piece of shit and everything he's done. And, yep. and like, these promos are basically, like, his, um, you know, B-Rabbit. Uh, eight mile. This is what I've done. Now, what are you going to say about me? Yeah. He's basically putting it out there now, so that when Bray Wyatt comes in, he's just going to go harp on that even further. Um, I think that'd be a great compelling story that they tell with the two of them. But I would love to see Scorpio get get pushed to the top. But I mean, hell, Moxley just got the title, and he's kind of been on the back burner since the pandemic started. You still got to have a rematch with Jericho, um, so Scorpio can start his push now, and then come all out maybe. He's the challenger for the title, but then you got 
you know, they got a lot more players in AEW when you really think about it that would be ahead of him, like the exalted ones up there. Like I said, Jericho's got to get a title. Omega sometime eventually. Um, they got a lot of people that can be in front of Scorpio Sky. I think his will be a slow build. It'll start with him turning on the SCU or vice versa. Maybe SCU gets jealous of all the attention he's getting. That's what I have. I think it's going to be Frankie and Daniels turning on him. And I think this is absolutely because you got He has, you know, Scorpio hasn't had any like really solo matches, so you got to build him up slowly because he can't just jump in. Like they they work off of that ranking system. Yeah. So he hasn't had any matches to earn any points on there. So he would absolutely have to go through everybody else. You right. know, Brody Lee, Kenny Omega, uh, all of them. He'd have to work his way through all of them to get that point. So I don't see Scorpio being in that main title picture, like actually in the picture until the end of the year. Uh, WWE 2K is no more as of now, Marty. And they got, uh, is this is NBA that, Jam? Is that done? Is that done? For it's good? not coming out this year. Right, it's uh, not coming out this year. They got WWE Battleground. Is that what it's called? 2K yeah. Battleground or something like that? Because it's, it's still made by 2K. Right. So, I'm guessing they just got sick of everybody shitting on WWE 2K20 and went another route. And I'm not going to lie. Like, at first, I was like, what the hell is this? And then I thought about it. Like, you remember how much fun NBA Jam was and NFL Blitz and... Uh, I still play NBA Jam. I I have a, my Game Boy Advance. It's like 30 years old. He's on I st- fire. I still have my NBA Jam, but playing with the fucking... Playing Scotty and BJ. That's my team right there. Fuck who, coach. Um, Scotty and BJ. But, dude, that's my team, man. Bulls be tearing that bitch up. Uh, I love NBA Jam, man. That that goes, but and then NFL Blitz came out, dude. That, like this shit is gonna be fantastic. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's 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 a much more simple game to play than because I'm not gonna lie. Like I think I was aging out of WWE 2K because it's it's like Madden. If you don't keep up with it, you can't just jump back in and expect to be as good as everybody else. No. With something like this, this is just an arcade style game. I don't know. I'll give it a try, and if it sucks, right then now. you put on Street Fighter 2. I'm gonna whoop your ass right now. I want the Oculus Quest, by the way. I think I'm going to get that for my family, and I'm not going to tell them about it. Yeah. that'd be. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That's like a family thing. I was asking somebody about it, and they're like, yeah, the porn on there is incredible. I'm like, no, motherfucker. Like, I want this for my kids. I want to think it, I'm not going to call anybody out. I, I know who it was, but I'm not going to say it. Um, last but not least, you got in here, and I was reading about this the other day. Is Becky going Hollywood? Apparently, The Rock and Cena are helping her with her Hollywood career. She's going to be on Billions tonight. There's a Marvel movie rumor coming out. Um, she's in that movie. What is it? Rumble? Her yep. and Roman Reigns. And so, have you seen Have you seen the trailers for that at all? I have not. We uh, when we went and watched Sonic the Hedgehog a couple months ago. Uh, that was one of the that was one of the trailers, and I was it looks it looks really damn good. Yeah, it's not it's not like one of those WWE like Scooby Doo movies. It's like a legit like movie cartoon movie. Um, like a big cast in it, and then you got Roman. I think Sheamus might even be in it too. Uh, Becky Lynch and, and Roman are the two main wrestlers that are in it. But they fucking broadcast, like, advertise the thing, and it comes out like the middle of next year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, son of a bitch, you're gonna get my hopes up right now. Like, I'm, a, I'm amped for this movie to come out, and I gotta well, wait a year and a half. It could be good timing for her because she could be a damn Marvel superhero villain by then, <sighs> Dude, whatever role seriously. she's playing in that. I um. I saw this yesterday, and I was going to do some research and watch that Marine movie with her in it and Shawn Michaels and all them, yeah. and I never got around to watching it, so I'm going to watch it today just to see like what she looks like on screen. If she's anything like she is 
in wrestling, like she's got one of those personalities that make you kind of well, like pay attention to her. I haven't seen Billions yet. It came out. It's tonight's episode, but it's already on the app. So maybe I'll take a look at it later today. Uh, but apparently, it's like she's got that that one liner, man. <laughs> like, open the door, motherfucker. It's like, oh shit. Oh, that's Be- it. Becky's. I don't know. I don't know what now, but it's like <laughs> Becky's going already here. Becky's stepping it up. Um, but no, I think if she's got a Marvel movie coming out, like that's going to be interesting to see what she does. If it's like superhero or if she's like Becky Lynch in it, hopefully she's not. Yeah. Um, that's I what love I was when, thinking. I love when wrestlers do stuff like that. Like I, like, we talked about a couple weeks ago, the, how I went to, I just watched all the Ninja Shredder movies. Kevin Ass is super shredder and you got mm-hmm. Seamus who's, you know, uh, in the Rock new TMNT movie and you know, he's, he was fantastic in that, that role. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that, that the rock and Cena are, you're hopping around, and she was. I saw an article that she was saying that I guess Cena like hits her up all the time, seeing how she's doing and helping her progress and like helping her like, get stuff and, and work her way through the acting business. And if she's got The Rock and and uh, Cena behind her, like if they, if they believe in her that much, you can tell she's going to be a star. And there's also you know rumors that you know Roman is making his way to Hollywood too. Obviously, he was already in Hobbs and Shaw in another movie. But he's all and he's in the rumble with her too. But he's got a Netflix movie coming out this week, also, and we'll see what what he does as far as like what his extent in that movie is. It's a Happy Madison movie, so I know you're not probably not thrilled about it. Uh, no. But Adam Sandler's not in it. It's a David Spade movie, but it's got a great cast, and I'm interested to see what he does and who he is in that movie. Uh, because who knows? Like maybe that's a, that's something if they you know people want to talk about the faces of the company. Well, if Becky and and Roman are moving to like moving that Hollywood slot, like they're the fucking faces of the company. There's no question about it. Um, she's also on the cover of a new magazine. Have you seen this part timer magazine? I did. That's <laughs> she's so like on the pulse of everything. It is it is really good. Um, my favorite part of the magazine that I want to read is ten new ways Becky be making hoes mad. So I can't wait to read that one. Barry Frost is probably in that one somewhere. Um, so let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to preview Money in the Bank, and then we're going to uh, talk about something that was posted on WWE Fox's Twitter this weekend where they wanted you to give your top five all-time WWE superstars, your top five all-time superstars, not where you think they rank, your favorites. We, we always have a confusion about this. I'll give my list. Marty will give his. We'll preview Money in the Bank, and then we will get the fuck out of here. This is Boot to the Face, episode 85. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 85. I'm Chris Rucker with Marty Vasquez. Marty, we got Money in the Bank coming up next weekend. It will be happening the day that our show records. So why not go ahead and just preview the matches that we know are going to happen now? What do you say? That works for me. So Marty's got the rundown. I'm looking at the rock back there behind you. Happy birthday to the great one, 48 years old. I took a shot of Terramon and tequila. My wife wouldn't let me wear my rock belt to the post office yesterday. I was pretty upset about it. Um, I did have a rock shirt on. I had two of them on yesterday. I'm wearing a rock shirt right now. That's uh, when you're like, I can't wear this to a wrestling event. I got to wear it somewhere. Yeah, it's And like, maybe if a motherfucker sees me with the belt on, he's going to know not to fuck with me. Like, look, I was dressed to the gills last night. I had some J's on. I had my rock shirt. had the title, my little NWO sunglasses. Like, I thought said, I was clean. He said... Fuck the gold chain. Here's my puka shells. I got this shit. <laughs> really? You want to keep bringing up the show, don't you? Were you hanging out with the black people at the end of fucking 300 Hall at Harrison High School? 
They kept making fun of me. Fucking assholes. I'm still <laughs> friends with some of those guys, too. They bring it up every now and then. Oh, shit. That's fantastic. Remember that time you wore that weak-ass shell? Neck? Shut the fuck up. No, I don't remember that. It was no, I, I didn't add an extension to that necklace and wear it under my shirt for the next three years. <laughs> I'm telling you, that damn, that hemp fucking material was hard as shit to get off with them fake-ass scissors we had at school. I, I didn't have, like, the hemp shell one. I had the full-blown, like, flat shell with, like, the, that was, like, wrapped all the way around. Yeah. I, I had that. I had that poopy shell necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Let's get the money, money in the bank. in the bank. This is going to be a totally different one than we've ever seen before. Um, as of right now, we have six matches announced. Uh, we have uh, some singles matches, we have, we have ladder matches. We have a fatal four-way tag team match. Uh, this is going to be a big mat- big card so far. Um, we're going to start off like we got Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, what do you think about that? Tamina cut a halfway decent promo this week for the first time in like seven years. Um, I I don't see Tamina winning. I got Bailey. Um, Do you think Sasha gets involved? I don't know what's going on with Sasha. Um, They were talking about this on Talkamania the other day, and I kind of agree with it. She wasn't in the Rumble, and now she's not in Money in the Bank. Now, apparently she was injured for the Rumble, but Money in the Bank, she's completely healthy. She's wrestling every week. And looking at the the lineups for Money in the Bank, like there's no big stars in them really in either of the matches. So I don't understand. Maybe they didn't have a plan for her to win, so why put her in there and make it obvious? And they want to give other people to rub, I guess. I don't know, but I don't think Sasha and Bailey storyline plays out until we get fans back in the crowd again. Yeah, uh, I and the, the thing is like we just keep getting them inserted in each other's. Um, matches like Bailey got involved with the match with Sasha this last week um, it, or not this last week but the week before uh, I don't know it's just it's whatever it's like, it's like I said before they're going to keep teasing it and never get to it um, I, to me I don't I don't think to me is going to win this match whatsoever which means she's going to win because we both picked against her that's probably accurate <laughs> um, go ahead you can get to the uh, next match I'm trying to find something Oh, I guess I thought I thought all the men's matches had been announced yet, but apparently there's still one open spot. Yeah, uh, because Cruz got hurt, so oh, that's they're what doing that. Okay. They're doing that last dash effort or whatever this week to see yeah. who's going to be in it. It'll probably God. be like MVP. Oh fuck, dude, I'm tired of MVP. Already. Brock Lesnar. Fuck. Oh well, you know. Vince what if man What bad. if they start the match? And they get to like the fourth floor. It's a five, say it's a five story building. They get to the fourth floor and they go crashing through a door. And Brock's in there. He just destroys everybody and goes and gets the briefcase. Well, just like powers through a wall and breaks a wall, like um, the Kool Aid Man. You know what's gonna happen? Like fucking Shockmaster. They're gonna open the. They're gonna open like the the roof hatch and they're all gonna start climbing through. And all of a sudden, you're gonna hear like Charlotte Flair's helicopter coming through, and you just see Brock Lesnar come out of his helicopter to grab the the, the belt and fly away. Later, I'm out. Brock Party 2.0. Let's hope not. Even though um, I like Brock. Go got ahead. the WWE Universal Championship. We got Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. It'll be some kind of funny finish because it's not the Fiend. I don't see Bray Wyatt beating Braun, but I wouldn't mind it. Go ahead and put the belt back on Bray. Fuck it. Who cares? Braun sucks. Braun shouldn't I, have had the belt anyway. He was just available. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Braun sucks. Um, he sucks. I, I don't mind him at all. 
Um, he's but I don't. Trash. They gave him the title. They gave him his one notch. Uh, I think it definitely needs to go back to Bray Wyatt, and he has a because the story that Bray Wyatt's going to have with a few with somebody is much better than what Strowman's going to have. Um, but I don't think this is going to be done yet. I think Braun wins, and this story keeps going. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Man, I want Seth to win so bad, but I think Drew keeps the title. Yeah, um, I, I, I want, I want Seth to win it too. I really do. I don't know why. I just got to the point where it's like, oh, I think right now he's hitting all cylinders. He, he's not like in your face, annoying, and he's still making the being the hill and still like preachy. And I think it's coming out perfectly right it's now. It's not preachy at all. Look, he's not. He's doing what's best for everybody. The quicker y'all all understand that, the better off we will be. Seth doesn't want to take the title from Drew. He's got to. It's what we need. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, Drew, I just, Drew McIntyre has been fantastic since he's been champion. Um, I don't want his title reign of loot to end yet, though, because I think he's someone who's definitely needs to build up and keep that title for a while. Um, at least until they bring it back uh, audience. Cause I think he needs to get at least that, that big pop and fan base behind him because he's earned it. I think Drew McIntyre wins this match. Um, I was just thinking in the middle of all that, what if Buddy Murphy is the one that gets the last spot? He wins, and eventually he cashes in on Drew, becomes champion, and creates a little bit of dissension between him and Seth. Does he then hand the briefcase over to Seth? or do, you know? Because somebody made this comment this week, he's going to win the briefcase, cash it in, get the, uh, the WWE Championship, and they're going to have a big celebration. He's gonna give uh, all all of Seth Rollins' size a Rolex, and he's gonna give <laughs> Seth Rollins a picture of Buddy Murphy holding a title. He's gonna win the title. All of a sudden, Alexa Bliss is gonna call him, like, text him late at night, like, "Hey, big head, <laughs> shut up." Hey, Go uh, you're gonna you're gonna come home because <laughs> they're still waiting for you. Me and the pigs are just wondering what you were doing. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, we got a. Fatal four-way tag team match. The New Day versus Miz and Morrison. The Forgotten Sons. Who... I, that, 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 that's a this thing like Wesley Blake used to be with Buddy Murphy and Alexa Bliss. Now he's part of the Forgotten Sons. Is that who um, that is? Yeah, yeah, Wesley Blake. Oh, duh, Blake and Murphy. Holy shit. Yeah. And then <laughs> Lucha know. House Party. Lince Dorado's got a really good elite figure that's at uh, CVS out here. Not CVS, Walgreens. Um, I'll I'll take the New Day. Yeah, I got the New Day. I think that that's going to come down between them and Forgotten Sons. I hope the Miz and Morrison aren't in the finish and the decision. Uh, They better not put it back on them. I'm going to be so pissed if they do. The New Day better retain. With that tag team, they're they're best for business with those belts. Um. Women's Money in the Bank match: Oscar, Shayna Baszler, uh, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. Well, you might as well do the men's too because they're happening at the same time. Are they really? Yeah, the both matches are happening at the exact same time. What the? F- I didn't see that. That part. was announced yesterday on or Friday on SmackDown. Oh, fucking! That's stupid. I like it. This is be so. That means there's gonna be fucking ten people that you have to follow. Yeah, they're going to get creative with the camera work. And, hey, man, it's going to be different. At least they're it's stepping be, outside yeah. the box. I mean, it's gonna, you're going to get to a point where Shayna Baszler punches the shit out of King Corbin. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't mind it. 
Uh, as far as the winners go, I got Corbin, and I have Lacey Evans. I have Aleister Black and Lacey Evans. I don't want Aleister Black to win it, um, but I think he. I don't. Here's the thing: when it comes down to this, Otis isn't going to win it. That's not going to happen. I don't want Daniel Bryan to win it. Uh, you know what? Put Drew Gulak in there and just to have that story with Daniel Bryan. Uh, I definitely don't want Rey Mysterio to win it. So mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, I feel like Aleister Black is the least of a, like the one I want. I don't want to win the least. So I figure I, I, I think he gets a push. Um, it'd be good to see him do something rather than elevate him to another level rather than him just being a mid-card fighter and a jobber. Like, it's ridiculous. He, he's someone who deserves to be in a better feud and better situation. I think this gets him there. Uh, I don't want to go through another year of Corbin with a, with a briefcase, um, but I got Lacey Evans as well. Um, I think she's. I think this is what gets her. I think this is what gets her to a championship. I just never liked faces cashing in the money in the bank. I always think it goes better on the heel, but who knows? It could it could work. It worked with RVD versus Cena at the ECW show, but that was like a perfect storm of everything. So Dean Ambrose was a face that worked. Yeah, but he was cashing in on the heel, and it was the Shield story. And yeah, it was, Rollins had already screwed him over multiple times and shit like that. That was a story. That was like so good. Um, <laughs> Bailey was get, wasn't Bailey a face last year when she cashed it in? Well, she, she cashed it in on Charlotte, okay. who Charlotte cheated to win like minutes before that. So like it, it works if you do it correctly. I'm just not a fan of faces coming in and and being dastardly like that. Well, yeah, and usually the faces are the ones who are like, We're, I'm going to cash this in September 25th. Uh, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Fuck at you, 7.45 p.m. Who is that? the Cena USA and, Network. Cena and Strowman both called their shot, didn't they? Yeah, so did RVD, though. RVD, RVD challenged too? Cena. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, so let's end the show and get to this list real quick from WWE on Fox. Who are your five WWE superstars of all time? Favorite? David, right? Your five, your five top or top five WWE superstars of all time. Your hold on, five. I want clarification. What we're talking about there? We're talking about your five favorite top superstars, correct? Your top five WWE just say, superstars. Just say favorite, motherfucker. Okay, but that's not what it says. Okay, it says I'm- who are your top five WWE superstars of all time? Well, you got to get semantical. I see what you're doing. And you're trying to put a fucking loophole in here? I'm so not I doing anything. Read. All right, fine. I'm going. Yes, yeah, top five. I'm counting. I'm considering this like what the way they're talking about is your top five favorite rest WWE superstars of all time. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm reading it as. That's the way I took it. That's just okay. not what it says. So that's okay, why I didn't say that. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking if that's what you're taking it as. And what yes. you're Interpreting it. Okay. Yes, that's all I want to yes. say. As Let's long go. as I got that shit on, on fucking volume. What are we gonna do this? We're gonna go five and five. Or are we going to list five through one? Just You can list your five, and then I'll do mine. I'll right. do it that way. I'll list my top five top to bottom, all right? So my top five. This is all time. Number five, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Man. The cream to the crop. Yeah. I almost considered putting on the macho hat and glasses to, to announce that. But I don't have time for that. Uh, number four, I got John Cena. I am a John Cena fan. I love John Cena. My top three. My top three are the same top three from our favorite episode, our favorites episode. Uh, my one and two did change, though. So my number three 
the GOAT, IC Championships, Mr. Y2J himself, Chris Jericho. You are beautiful on the inside. Yeah, I don't know the words. I don't. I'm not an AW Mark. Can we I'm just a, can we just talk about how fucking fantastic Jericho? I'm is a right WWE now? Mark. Why would I know those fucking words? Um, number one, number two. This one changed. It's been changing for a while now. And this last week, I how, caught myself. Wait, I how can myself, your number one and number two change when they both I'm, been retired for like ten years? I'm about to explain. I'm about to explain. Because we're talking about all the time. So over the last couple of weeks, in the last month or so, I've been watching more and more clips and more of, like shows from the past. And when one of them, when I see clips and audio one of them, my fucking goosebumps rise. My hair on my arm stands up. My, I get so fucking amped and excited. It's fantastic. So for the first time in 30 years... I'm sorry. Stone Cold Steve Austin is my number two all time. Wow. Which makes my number one. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. The jabroni beating. Pie eating. If you smell. What the rock is cooking is my number one. That's a really good list, sir. I do my I especially like the number one pick. It looks familiar. There's a reason why I had to make sure I had the figures prominently shown today. I just figured because it was his birthday yesterday. I mean, if you notice, I got I, I was looking at this. I see know. like four, at least four rock things. Five. Thank you. And I was like, I look at this. I'm like, shit. How is he not my number one? Half the. Where'd you get that picture on. of the Rock and Becky at? That's not a picture. Oh, okay. That's just two figures. Ah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, look, I'm like, shit, I got so much fucking Rocky stuff up there. How is he not? And then I started watching clips, and I was watching, uh, so on the other day, I was sitting there, and uh, something about It Doesn't Matter came up. And I thought, I was like, I had, uh, I ended up showing my, I was like, do you even know, what that is? I told my girlfriend, I said, do you know what that is? And she's like, what? I'm like, all right, hold on, hold on, let me show where this comes from. If she doesn't and, know anything about The Rock, she's too young for you, bro. She knows who The Rock is. He just didn't know what I was Yeah, from about. the fucking Tooth Fairy. I played her the fucking Wycliffe John song. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then I went through like a 10-minute montage of clips of that there was a like, YouTube video of like, it doesn't matter montage clips. And I was like, I by the end of that, I'm like, fucking A. So just to be clear about your girlfriend's age, you and her and Velveteen Dream and his girlfriend didn't go on a double date. Just to be clear. First of all, she's a lot hell older than Valentine <laughs> Dream's girlfriend. Allegedly. Allegedly. She can legally get into the bar on her own with her own ID. Oh, wow. I've been doing that shit for 20 years almost. I mean, I've only been doing that for like <laughs> 10 years. Go oh, fuck yourself. Uh, let's <laughs> so my top five WWE superstars of all time. Number five. What hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull this picture up because I saw what you wrote. I want to make sure you fucking don't change the shit on Swerve on me at the last second. Go number on five. Ahead. It's fitting that he's at number five because he's the five-time WCW champion, which makes him one of my all-time WWE superstars. I don't know how that worked. King Booker. I think King Booker was fantastic. Like one of the best characters in WWE in like 20 years when that happened. Uh, number four, also on your list, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Loved Macho as a kid. 
He was one of the only reasons I watched WWE because I was a big NWA WCW guy at that time. Number three, we just talked about her. Becky Lynch speaks for itself. Number two, my favorite women's wrestler of all time. You know, you can go check the tape and tell me I said something different. Mickey James. And number one, the most electrifying man in all of entertainment. My favorite WWE wrestler of all time. The Rock. And that's my list. We would debate it more, but we've ran a little long and we got to get the hell out of here. Marty, anything you want to say to the people before we leave? Yeah, man. Share your stories. I want to see share those tweets. I want to see what your top five is as well. So share your top five. You can tag us in, in it or you can hashtag B2TF top five. I want to see those hashtags. I want to see those tags. I want to see who your top five WWE wrestlers of all time are. And be honest with it. Don't go with the fucking with the crowd. Don't pick the five biggest names in wrestling. I get that we pick a lot of the biggest names that are out there, uh, but that we actually were fans of them. Like, don't just pick Ric Flair just because you're you know everyone loves Ric Flair. Pick somebody who actually Ooh. if you like if your favorite wrestler is fucking Christian, put down your favorite wrestler is Christian. Simple as that, Who you know. The fuck but I, pick Christian. I'm just, I don't know. I just want. That's exactly <laughs> why I'm saying it. Like the, that's the one person who would lie and not say he's a Christian fan. He even does have he peeps. You know, he's Captain uh, Charisma. Exactly. So if you, if you know, I want to see those. Share those. Follow us. Like us. Retweet us. Uh, share, like, and subscribe to all our sites. Uh, but other than that, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening to us as long as we have. Uh, we definitely appreciate. It. Hey, man, we're getting close. We're 15 episodes away from 100. How do you feel about that? Loving it. At 100, we'll do something big. We don't know yet, but we got 15 weeks to come up with it. So, um, Shout out to everybody that listens. Too many people to name just off the top of my head. Like I said, we're running a little late today. So we will close this out. This has been episode 85, the non-Vernon Davis episode. I'm Chris Rucker for Marty Vasquez. This has been 15 weeks. Peace. Happy birthday, Rock. The Rock says, The Rock says, Know your damn role.